Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vettel, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome, welcome to episode 117 of the Level Up Latina podcast today because uh, we're starting September, September to remember, we're going to be talking about back to school transitions and how that's changing our routine as moms, as momagers, as the keepers of the home, uh, de todo un poco como nos está yendo, you know, some of us have high schoolers and some of us have started with our preschoolers this year. So, primero que nada, como andan muchachonas? Good, busy, busy. Two people this week told me the week has felt like a whole month. One of those people included Vettel. How are you, Vettel? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just say, as soon as I jumped on here, I was telling Ceci how exhausted I am this week. It's just, uh, with changes, I'm sure, you know, anytime we add changes to our routines and new things, the exhaustion takes over for me. It's not like overwhelmness because I'm not, I'm fine. It's just, I'm cansada. This week has definitely been a month and I'm so over it. <laughs> totally, totally. Yo, yo también. Y eso es que I feel like legal wise work wise i didn't do much and because this week i became like a one woman show one woman department my legal assistant left so estoy en eso de que estoy entrevistando chavas y todo eso y como que eso lo consume a uno so i just i mean i was telling Vero off the record i was like oh my god i'm so, so tired and i was getting pumped and energized as i was connecting estaba cantando una canción de i don't know como me vino a la mente de britney's Fears la de Give me baby one more time I must confess I, Is that? I, oh, hit me yeah. baby one more time Hit me yeah, baby, hit one, baby, more baby time. one more yeah. time Yeah, that one No sé por qué me, me, me llegó de la nada But anyway, yes We're going to be talking about how our routines have changed And what it's like this year That is still a COVID year But all of our kids are now the ones that do go to school are back in in-person learning. ¿Quién quiere empezar? ¿Quién quiere hablar de cómo le, le ha ido? Rock, paper, scissors, ladies. Andales. Alphabetical order, remember? <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> or, as, or, as Ceci mentioned, Vero, Ceci, and Irene. This, we are Level of Platina. Take it away, Vero. I think, okay, and that's my child in the background screaming. The little one that's not in school yet, so I apologize. He wanted to already. start. <laughs> He's like, I want to start, damn it. <laughs> like, I'll take the microphone, mom. Oh, my God. Ese niño es cosa seria. He's coming into his true colors. Actually, I don't know what his true colors will be quite yet because he's still only, what, 17 months. So, outside of that, I guess I'll start because it also makes sense. I'm the newest of the school moms. I'm already part of the PTA. Dang, Archie. Dang, go Hold, Let me go smack some kids. Hold up real quick. He was like, hell yeah, PTA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was all excited. <laughs> if their listeners could see us now, they'd see Vettel sticking her head out of her door, her chongo like regañándolo. That's, you know, real. The real right now. The real, real. The chongo's yes. like all up in the mess right there. <laughs> my, my finger while I, while I can't point. Yeah, I'm the newest of the school moms. But let me just get closer to the door now and complain to my mother. Oh, God. Okay. You know what? Give me one moment, guys, so I can tell you. We're leaving it all in. We're yeah, leaving it all in. Because that's real. All right. Part of the routine. Okay. It's part of her, her new me, normal of the I'm going to talk school. a little bit about Galilea, actually. There you her go. daughter. Because that's my goddaughter. It's and Vero was going to get there. Look at him. He's appearing in the show. This is when we need the show to be a video. This is when we need it to air like this. Because look at this face of his. 
Hola, papacito. You want to be on the show? You want to talk about your sister going to school? Gali started school. She set the example for the other three, and Vero's going to tell us all about that experience. But she looked gorgeous. That's why I wanted to interject. She looked incredible. Her chonguitos, her smile, her vibe. Gali was ready. She went to school like, look at me. I'm going to be the cutest kid here. I'm going to win most popular by the end of the year. And she's only in preschool. So it's actually really sweet to see. And so to remind everybody listening, Vero's got a one, two, and three-year-old. So there's got to be a lot of emotions to go into finally letting one of her little babies go off to school and experience what that's like but i'm really proud of them for doing it because i know veto had some concerns around covid should the baby be around other people other families and they went for it because they felt that the social piece was really important yeah no la gali se veía bien chula we can talk about gali too because i saw her yes. last weekend tell us and so it's funny because like how moms think alike so on the drive to i had told the girls i was like vamos a ver a su, a su amiguita a su primita gali la hija de vero y saben que i'm like Gali va a empezar a la escuela, va a empezar a ir a la escuela por primera vez. So, you know, platiquen con ella. And I'm talking in Spanish because, you know, I talk to the girls in Spanish. But yeah, talk to Gali, tell her how school is, tell her, you know, it's so exciting. She's going to be learning so much. So I was like prepping them to prep Gali. And um, and it's funny because we arrived at um, Vero's brother's house and Vero me dijo, she's like, or she was telling the girls, hey, you know, tell tell um, Gali how cool school's going to be. She's going to start school on Monday. And I that was girl. so helpful. I so I'm you. back. Thank you, ladies. We've already talked about Gali, both of us. So we might, you might even repeat everything that we've already said. It is said all good. We're like but the second moms here. We're like, let me get take over right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fill you in. But yeah, it's been, so I'll, I'll you guys probably talked enough about the first day pictures we did. You know, the whole first day, she was super excited. I picked her up and they're like, how impressive. Like, has she got a daycare before? Because she was like listening and following directions. Estaba comunicándose muy bien. Y luego a los niños les están enseñando español. Because they're doing a lot of things in English. But I told them that Gali is primarily Spanish speaking. And since it's not a Spanish immersion and since it's a paid preschool, since we don't, you know, we don't qualify for the programs at the Compton Unified, we were like, um, we're like, well, let's pay because she needs to get, you know, she needs to make some friends. She needs to be out there. So they were like, oh, I'm like, she speaks Spanish. And the lady's like, oh, she's, you know, her grandma's raising her. <laughs> y me dio risa because I'm like, no, actually I am. We just really find it important for her to speak Spanish so she can communicate with her grandparents and the family. And it's, Way you know, to go, Vero. Way make to go. sure it's part of her culture. She's like, oh, okay. And then when I took her in after the day, after day one, they were like, did she go to daycare before? I'm like, no, it's her first time. But I've told you ladies before, like my nieces come and when they're technically helping me for that time being, it helps Gali and the kids, Joaquin and Archie, just to get a different face because we're not doing all the programs yet. We used to go to swimming. We used to do this really awesome music class, uh, the little gym to do, you know, workout and jump around and do all these things. So they were interacting with different kids, even though they weren't in school. And now we're not doing any of that. So it's just them little three faces and then they see mom and dad all day. So I told my nieces, hey, how about you girls come over? Tell me what schedule works for you. I'll, I'll make sure that like I need a break too, right? Because I'm like, I don't want, I want to be the best mom and be present with them. So I need a little bit of a break. And that break I use also to do like level of Latina stuff, right? Because we were getting, you know, we have clients and we're doing, you know, we're constantly doing our assessment calls and, and prepping for our podcast, things like that. So I'm like, I just need some time for me. Whatever, you know? So anyway, they come, those days that they do come, they do like Escolita with them. So it's been really helpful because they're like, Gali knows her numbers all the way to 20 now. 
in Spanish, in English, and she knows her ABCs in English and in Spanish. And Joaquin does too, and it's so cool. And they do like, okay, ahorita que estamos en la escuela, and they give him instructions, and they tell him the rules, and they do so well. So I think it showed, like your kid está aprendiendo, and it shows, right? It's really cool, and Beto, we always look at the flip side of things. You had your kids so close together, which can be exhausting and tiring for you as a mom, logistically, but they do have a built-in school. Like, Golly is not going to struggle with sharing. She's not going to struggle with talking, with interacting, with that whole piece. Some kids get to school, and it's like, fall apart central. My oldest, he didn't have a sibling until like four or five years later. He did not do well his first year of school. Like, he was not feeling it. He wasn't social. He felt uncomfortable. And now he does incredible. So, parents listening, like... Don't freak out and don't compare. There's blessings in every avenue. But I think Gali was so prepared too because she luckily has these siblings around. Like, you know, she's a responsible big sister that understands what it's like. Share the spotlight, share the items, share that talking time. So good for you, Vero, that you, that's one plus to have them all together. Yeah, uh, yes. And everyone's like, it's a plus. And like you mentioned, Irene, it is very exhausting just because they are all so close together and just earlier this week, we were talking about, right, that they're like, oh, but it's going to be so much fun. They're going to grow up and, you know, they're close together in age. I'm like, oh, my God, I could just wait. I sent you guys all of this video about, look, mom, look, mom. Imagine having three of those things just telling you, mom, 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 look at me. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm so excited for them to be like three, four, five, five, six, seven. And then just like no attention, like I don't know what's going to happen to my when attention. When they all ask why, when yeah. they all ask why, entre los cinco, seis y siete, oh my God, that was going to be like a movie, <laughs> mobile, dictionary, Google. She, at the end, she's going to be like, I don't know why, ask your father. <laughs> I'm so tired of yeah. I already do that. I already do that. I'm like, no sé, pregúntale a papi, pregúntale a papi, no sé. <laughs> yeah. Because I get those, right? Left and right, también. Mm -hmm. que, 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 mami esto, mami esto. I'm like, no sé, papi. Y Luis tiene más paciencia, and you know, he's a nerd, so he likes to explain. He's a nerd. Va a ser maestro también, y bueno, va a ser profe también. Well, I told you guys about the time that one of my kids asked me, they were like, Mom, why do you always Google everything and Dad already knows it? Whenever they would ask Diego random dumb things, like Diego will know random things. No, you don't have to be dumb. I shouldn't say that, but he will have an answer for things about the sky and the earth and the moon and the stars. And I'm always like, fact check. Let me make sure I know why this wave does this, you know? So they, the kids knew that I'm always Googling things. <laughs> Very random things. And the kids would turn to him. And I guess after a while, they realized, like, you go get the answer. You don't always know the answer. Dad always knows answers, it seems like. Question that I get is like, Mommy, um, ¿qué vitamina tiene esta comida? I'm like, Ay, eso yo no wow. sé. Pregúntale wow. a tu papá. Because Luis will say it. He's like, so cool. uh, las, las verduras este, verdes eh, tienen vitamina K. So el kale tiene, yeah, like vitamina K. And, was, and then so they'll eat something and they're like, mom, what, you know, what vitamin does this food have? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Ask your dad. I love it. Your like dad. Images of their dads too, whatever their dad's yeah. like, right? Like they go yeah. like that with art. He knows art. He studied art, architecture major. So he knows all this stuff about like shading and drawing and optical illusion. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like mesmerized. And the kids learn a lot because he actually understands how to be crafty and creative. No, those brains just work differently. Aquí nosotras comadreando como siempre nos encanta. Sorry, I had to jump back there. The last thing I wanted to say is like, now I don't know what to do with those last, with those little four hours of, of Gali being gone. Um, I try to give a lot more attention to Joaquin. He's my middle one. He's a two-year-old. And then Archie. And Archie, I feel like, has noticed that I'm giving uh, Joaquin more attention. So he's, like, constantly looking for me. Uh, I'm in the same room. and I mean, in the same house. And he sees me come around the hallway or around the corner. And he goes, <gasps> like, lights up. And I'm like, I've been here, dude. Like, it's not a surprise, you know? But those four hours, I felt were going to be 
So, well, it's the first week. I felt like, wow, I'm going to get four hours to do whatever it is I need to do and, you know, spend a little more time with Schwak and do this and do that. And I feel like they fly by. So I'm still trying to, you know, get that new routine under, under control and understand what I can do best with those four hours and then a separate time to do work, right? So those four hours might be just to like really zone in on my, my two little ones that are not in school and then figure out what to do later in the day once, you know, they're all back together with work stuff. So I'm trying to get that together. Is Gali in school Monday through Friday? Yes. Ah, okay. Well, then, Monday, yeah. Yeah. Monday through Friday from 8 to noon. You, she cried uh, for school? She didn't cry Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. She cried Thursday, like full on tears. And I was telling yeah, Ceci, Ceci, she cried. Yeah, that um, So I was like, okay, but she was doing so well, you know, that. and so I said, it's like the excitement's raining off. Otto said the same thing. And I'm like, okay. So I told her, um, I had told her that day, I'm like, oh, I'll just stay around and I'll, you know, to keep you company, but they're not letting any of the parents stay because of COVID and all that situation. So I tried to stay outside the window and I just felt like a creeper. So I'm like, let me go wait by my car in case she runs out, right? She busts a Vero, a Vero move like when I was little. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's and ran out of school. So I was like, oh, this house is a little further than the school. So I can't just trust her to learn her way back or know her way back. So me quedé y nada. So se quedó. Ya ahora en la mañana, as soon as we pulled in and I was going to take her out, she started crying again. Y le dije, oh, so when I picked her up yesterday, I'm like, we're going to have a little coffee date. Galila, si vamos a comprar café, le digo, sí. So we went to Starbucks and I got a little strawberries and cream, a little, a little one. And I got myself that coffee that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it was terrible. Um, didn't even finish it, but she really enjoyed that. So today after I picked her up, le dije, oh, cuando salgas, you know, no llores, mija, aquí va a ser mamá, yo voy a venir por ti pronto, just reassuring her, you know, ahorita vas a entrar, vas a desayunar, vas a saludar a tus amiguitos, and then, you know, do your thing. So Ceci had prepped me. She's like, oh, you know what works with Paula is, you know, giving her the routine and telling her, like, remind her what she's going to be doing step by step. And then next thing you know, I'm already going to be here at the door picking you up. So I did that. And she was like, okay. She, like, let go a little bit sooner. I didn't have to linger around. But when I picked her up, she goes, mami, vamos a, vamos a ir a comprar café? And I was like, aw. I know. But I think that was, like, a little memorable thing for her. You know, she yeah. was like, oh, es que el de fresa para mí y un café para ti, mamá. Oh, and I told her, oh. ahora no, mi amor, pero ahora si quieres, cuando lleguemos a la casa, podemos comer helado juntas. And she's like, está bien. So I ended up doing that with her. But yeah, it's just so hard, you guys. I don't know how you've done it so far, Irene. I mean, obviously you've done it. You're <laughs> you have your high school and everything. And Ceci, just like, you girls are. It's, it made me sad remembering the crying. Like, I, you put that out of your mind and your heart because i don't know if it made you cry that but it made me every time that it would happen i was like a wreck and i was trying to hide it but i remember with isaiah feeling insecure because i felt he wasn't ready and he had no choice he had to be and i would just bring all those feelings to diego like it, it hurts that he's crying and diego always reminds me it's normal developmentally this happens to everybody your kids totally normal but you feel sadness, right? And then the little ones, I felt they were thrown into like daycare because my mother-in-law had like a crisis and she used to watch them and she stopped watching them. So you're you telling that story just brought me back to that feeling of having my little Noah at 18 months and Sophie only like 16 months older. Suddenly they had been with grandmother whole lives and I take them to this daycare on a Monday and they were like, what? Like they were just shocked and they didn't cry the first day because it's that delayed feeling. They at least had each other. But then it was like waterworks, Vero. And I felt so 
hurt that I had done that to them. Es que de la abuelita, they're being raised in their house and their pet and their Isaiah. And suddenly it makes me want to cry right now. And I think about how hard it was, but it wasn't bad. Like the tears were just a feeling of being human. You know what? It's not bad. They got to get through it. But your situation sounds a lot cooler because it's school and it's planned and you didn't get thrown into it. But still there were tears. It is so normal. And it's very normal when they don't cry at first. But then after a while, they're like, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean I got to stay here? In my kid's case, they were like, grandma's not going to spoil us anymore. Like there's rules here. There's nap time. I think they didn't care for the fact that there was structure. So no les gustaba at first, but they had to get used to it. But I do remember those times being really hard. And I bring that up because you feel a lot of guilt. You feel a lot of mom guilt. And so for folks listening, we're with you and it's okay and it's normal. And if you cannot be with your babies by either choice because you have to work or by either you also deciding that it's the best thing for your family, which at some point it is, they got to go to school. At some point they have to go to kindergarten. So the sooner you decide that at some point you have to separate, it's normal to feel guilt, but also we're all in the same boat and let go of that guilt as quickly as you can because we all have to go through hard things. And for kids going to school can feel hard, but it actually is going to be something they eventually love. Yeah, I think I got lucky in that department because la, com, como estaban diciendo, este, you know, they had each other. And so when they started school last year, no lloraron. In fact, only one of them cried uh, several months in when they had switched one of the teachers, something like that. So she would, she cried or she's like, I was sad. And I was like, well, why are you sad? And it was, you know, and so I had to kind of like dig it out of her. Like, why, why was she sad? And it was because, you know, she, she doesn't do well with change. And so, um, you know, they, they get so accustomed to one person and all of a sudden se va esa persona. But yeah, I think, um, being a, being a twin, they got lucky in that regard where they, well, also because last year, because there was like three sets of twins, they were placed in the same classroom because of COVID, right? They didn't want to mix the, the, the twins. But in their case, it benefited them because they were, um, you know, they were with each other and, and they enjoyed it and they didn't feel like, you know, like we had left them there. And, and then now they're in the big, bigger classroom. So now their school is like uh, Redfish where it's like the little two-year-olds and then that the redfish is divided into two and then the three-year-olds are in another class but now they're like the big kids they're they're um pre-k and they're bluefish and it's like 32 kids uh three sets of twins in that classroom two other girls and then uh, a boy girl twin and so what then there's like four teachers i think three teachers and one teacher aide so there's like all these adults they're kind of like watching them so they're able to separate them and that's what they're doing they're like okay with the twins we're trying to like separate them so that they're they you know build their own friendships and they're not always together because they're together all day at home so we want to like separate them out and i think that that's helping them um become independent because again there's one of them where uh, she relies more on her sister and so that's really helping them. But um, all to say that, yeah, no, this this year was, uh, school-wise at least, was was smooth. I'm a room parent again. I'm bringing back the uh, Let's Celebrate Latino Her Heritage Month. So we're talking about that. I might go into the class and, like, read a bilingual book. Me visto con mi, you know, blusa bien mexicanota y a ver qué hago. 
Pues tuve pues la noche de traerte un libro en completamente en español. Ándale. Ándale, es porque es Latino Heritage Month. Sí, no. I know. Voy a poner a cantar una ranchera también. Ay, you qué. Yeah. You can totally do it all, girl. Go all out. Te vas a traer unos buñuelos. You're going to play mm -hmm. some música. You're going to dress the part. You're, you're going to dance a folclórico dance. You're going to do all the folclórico. Yeah. Oh, yeah. una piñata full of fruit. Okay. So just Vegetable. as we're talking right now, you guys, yeah. I get a text from the school. They're closing next week because someone, one of the kids... Tested oh, positive. Oh my God. Pobrecita, getting <gasps> used Oh my God. This is this is the thing, right? It's like that's it's really really sucks. It really really sucks because we're like, all right, I don't know. How. We've had a lot I of mentioned discussions. That. I mentioned that that yeah. you were make you were weighing the decision to like socially is it time mm -hmm. to keep her away because of COVID and now look at this text go ahead Vero. and I'm glad that I share this so much with you ladies outside uh, off our podcast that uh, you know I, I don't I, I'm so glad you mentioned that for me but yeah a lot of these things go into you know you have to make the right decision and for us it was the right thing to do for our daughter for you know to be socialized and just really get out there because she's a smart little cookie she's bright and I feel like I don't want to be the what holds her back. So I'm like, get out into the world, mija, go discover things and, and, and bring it back here at the house. And then now we were like, it's okay. You know, if, if it means that we don't get to see my mom as often or little things, like it's worth for her growth, you know, it's worth it. And when I get this message now, I'm like, and in this case, you know, they're like, oh, we're very, you know, we make sure that we remind parents that if your child is not feeling well, don't bring them in. If you are sick, please don't bring them in or something. And I can see how that's hard. You know, you were just talking about Irene about, you know, we have we, some of us have to, but we have no choice that we need to take our kids to day daycare and have them watch or go to school because we need to work. And thankfully, that's not, you know, with me, that was my choice. I wanted to stay home to be able to be with my kids. Unfortunately, for so many other moms and families out there, we they need to work and they do need to go into, you know, Monday through Friday, sometimes a weekend and take their kids to school. And for them, it's what I feel like in the case that it really is unfortunate that they won't have somewhere to take their kid because someone was irresponsible. And and that's where it does take the collective. You know, we have to think of, of not just us, but everyone around us. And it, it really, it, that's the part that really, really sucks because, I mean, my girl can stay home from school. It's not going to hurt us and not going to do anything to us. But it really is unfortunate that for a whole week or until they get a positive, you know, a negative test back, they won't be able to reopen. So that's kind of the sad part. That sucks. I mean, that sucks. And I feel like with kids going back to school, in-person learning, and even with other activities, that's just going to be the new normal. Um, I forgot if I told you guys, but um, last month, the swim school closed because of also there was an instructor that tested positive. So they had been going, I want to say, like for a good... Um, months straight like every friday every friday and then they were off almost an entire month and they just reopened i think last week or maybe two weeks ago por lo mismo so it's just like híjole we're moving kind of like slowly but surely pero luego otra vez regresamos a lo mismo de que tenemos que estar más cuidadosos because like you were saying it's like no todo el mundo se está cuidando como uno and one is being super extra careful and la gente and they're just kind of going about being vaccinated or not vaccinated and and even then so you know yeah no se sabe so it's just like just wear your mask i think 
And know? I don't want to be a hypocrite tampoco. I'm like, I'm not like, oh my God, I'm not, you know, how <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not doing this. Like we were just last week at Disneyland right. with my kids and took them out, you know, for, I mean, we purposely didn't take the little one because he can't wear a mask, you know, and he's a chiquito. I'm like, ¿qué lo voy a ver a sufrir allá a Disneylandia, you know? A <laughs> sufrir. Um, well, for him, it is suffering. He doesn't know what the yeah, hell he's doing. He's like, wearing the hot ass line. There's all these people, yeah. kids crying. He would mm-hmm. be suffering, I yeah. think. True, suffering. All oh, this suffering. Reminded me of 500 Days of Summer. Um, but yeah, I was like, you know, we've been out and about. We did that. We did the little road trip up north. And it's not that we were out in, with crowds of people, but like we're, we're getting out. And I don't want to say, I don't want to make it seem like, oh, no estoy haciendo nada. I'm at home and I'm sheltering like at the beginning. No, it's like, we know that it gets to a point that we want to be out. We need to start, you know, we're vaccinated. The kids, we, we are as cautious as we can be, you know, and, and it's just, um, so I don't want people to think like, oh my God, that was just like, oh, hipócrita, because I, no, I, yeah, I've gone out with my kids. I have exposed them. I have taken them out and we do what we can with like minimal risks, right? Disneyland, we're like, well, let's wing it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I mean, we're going to wear masks. We're going to try to we'll take our disinfectant. We'll wash our hands. We'll do this. And thankfully, you know, it's, it were okay, but it's, it's always the, you know, those it's everyone else. It doesn't think that way where you're like, let me do the best that I can to make sure that everyone else around me is okay. Speaking of like all of us transitioning our kids being back in school, my kids as a high schooler, middle schooler and elementary age for the first time having kids in all three schools, it was interesting to see because the high school obviously has outbreaks all the time. Like someone on the volleyball team, two people on the basketball team, someone in the admin building. It's like now becoming like automatic. You just know that they report it. That person stays away. Everybody's been socially distanced. And so the people that are minimally impacted don't really do anything. But if the classroom's impacted or a sports team's impacted, then those people are expected to quarantine. So you see it a lot with the high school. Cause yeah, it's like second nature. I'm not even like even really reading too much into those emails. It doesn't even scare me anymore because it's such a huge system. And I'd rather than be back in school that it is what it is. And then the middle school, here and there, a kid has it and isolated. If it didn't impact the classroom, then you don't get impacted. Like you will hear from the teacher. You will hear from the principal if it impacts your student. And finally, it, it came this week, I think, where our elementary had one case, but my kid wasn't impacted. I guess the kid wasn't in his class. The teacher wasn't in his class or whatever. So again, it's like, it feels really close and it's hovering around us, but they're doing the best they can in the school system, but they're keeping the schools open. But you can tell the bigger the entity, the more likely this is going to happen that also even like for the people that are careless or the people that are trying and being as safe as they can be, people are just kind of coming down with it left and right. And I just pray, right, that it doesn't touch anybody around us and that if we do get COVID, everybody can recover and be safe because you're right. We have to at some point, I'd rather than be in school. I'd rather all through be in school, be with their friends, be with their teachers, us be safe, wear the mask, whatever we have to do. My son has a bit of a social life. Like he's been going to sporting events at the high school for the first time. That's finally back. So he went to a JV football game yesterday and he, he wants to go to a volleyball game and he wants to go to the big football game at the high school on September 11th or something. Why am I giving all those details? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you're not invited, people that are listening. No, I'm yeah, all right. Well, you're not You're not mentioning the school. So yeah, not. you're right. But the point is that, like, dang, that, that makes me a little bit nervous, right? Because it's like, so I told him yesterday, you wear masks, right? You're, well, of course, mom. Like, But I mean, like, you guys don't eat, like, at these things, right? He's like, no, mom, everybody, we all know what's up. Like, we all know what to do, of course. And then I felt like he was telling me, like, of course, my G, like, all comfortable. And I'm like, but I don't want him to get too comfortable. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. The mama bear in me comes out because I don't want to be a helicopter parent and then have all of these things about like 
well, now you can't go to sporting events because COVID could be there, but COVID could be in this classroom. So it's like such a freaking weird, where do you draw the line? Where are you? So I guess like eating in public, I'm like, maybe I'm going to restaurants with friends. So I'm navigating all of that right now because my back to school is different. I, I'm sending a high schooler who expects to have a social life. Like today, because we're podcasting, I happen to say to him, I'm going to pick you up right when you get out. I'm going to have about 10, 15 minutes to get back home. So try not to lag or anything. Not that he ever does, but I wanted to put that out there. And he's like, mom, if you have something to do, I'll just take the bus. The bus is fun. I'll go with my friends. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I can pick you up. No, mom. Like, I can just take the bus. So there he is on the COVID bus. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) COVID bus. Uh I mean, that was hilarious. So you hear your options. Mom had the podcast. Mom had the podcast, so I'm going to go get COVID. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know what to do, guys, because now I'm sending a high schooler who wants a social life and is on the bus in the world. We're doing the best we can, Vettel. I think that's the moral of the freaking long story. We're doing the best we can. Yes, you're right. right. I think so. We're doing the best we can. O sea, seguir cuidándonos. Mi mamá se fue a México ayer hablando de... Esta madre, te digo. Que se fue. It just gives her life, you know. Se fue. She, she, you know, she, she got tested like three times in a row esperándose que le saliera negativa. You know, she's like, oh, I want to get the negative because si, de allá para acá she has to get tested. So she's like, oh my God, what if, you know, si me sale positiva. So aquí three times, like three weeks in a row she got tested negativa, negativa, negativa. And then we were teasing her up. Um, we're like, well, mom, nos esperas ahí en noviembre. Ahí nos vemos, right? Because we're going. I said, no, como crees, las tengo que regresar a mi, a mi tratamiento. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Um, pero ya, yeah, allá, allá, allá anda, feliz de la vida. Um, and I've told, I, you know, I, st- I still do it. Like, aunque les caiga gorda, I'm like, okay, diviértanse, pero cuídense. You know, todos los tíos, todos los que, sí, siempre nos cuidamos. I'm like, oh, no está por demás. You know, let's let's continue doing that because this is shit. It's been what a year and a half, so it's gonna be here for a while. Well, the original numbers were like, uh, you want normal again? Wait till like twenty twenty four, pretty much, right? Right. Because it takes time. We're gonna yeah. First off, it's our right to be out there, right? It's my freedoms mm-hmm. you're messing with. <laughs> yeah. But at the Not. same time, <laughs> thank you. Um, if you, if anyone was watching this video, if this was a podcast, yeah. you'll see I was being yeah. sarcastic. Yeah. Um, but it's it's one of those things where like no tenemos paciencia. We become this society that's just so used to this twenty four seven, everything being available, every, doing whatever we want whenever we want to do it. And you know, it's just one of those things where like, what? I have to wait around. I I have to do this, and it's it's a guess. But do you want to be around for then? Do you want the people that you love and you care about to be around there? Do you want more people to be around? Maybe sometimes no, right? Because you know, this is this is uh, these people. Les pasa eso porque porque eso. But yeah, we need to just be fair in the sense, in the way we think, in the way we address things. It's like paciencia and just really do what we need to do for the greater good. We've been talking about it over and over again. It's hard to talk about back to school without talking about COVID. Huh? Yeah. Like it's this new reality. Yeah. It's hard to yeah. even, yeah. this is all about going back. And this thing that you mentioned, COVID, we've been now, what, two years? Feels like we're going into two years of this yeah. thing of like this experience. It's so interesting that they're intertwined now. It's like you yeah. can't not talk about safety, social distancing, the risk. I didn't think we would get there and look at us because it's well, like look, so hard. If we start talking about traveling, same thing. Igual. If we start talking about the things that we love to do, right? It's Igual, like, uh-huh. y esto, oh, pues COVID. You know, like right now, Ceci, you're planning to plan, you're planning your birthday party in Bacalar. And we're like, well, if the situation was a little bit different, maybe we'd be able to go. 
And then the, even for the grandma's birthday, right? Like the, it's ha- grandma's birthday happens to be on that day. And it's like, well, are we going to be okay to have this gathering? And, you know, for that day for this woman to celebrate her 90th birthday with the family. And is everyone going to be okay by then? Can everyone, you know, do what they can to stay clean in the sense of like the COVID free. So everything comes into, you know, COVID's just everywhere. So that's why I'm saying, give yourself a little patience. Let's not just jump so quick to just want to get everything done. Like we've been able to do it our whole lives. We have, we've, it, everything's available for us. You know, we're like that immediate satisfaction. We want that, you know, but let's just have a little patience. Let's just take it easy, take it chill. And we'll get back to the stuff we love to do soon enough, soon enough. That's like the tip of the day, patience and grace, because we're all navigating a new normal. Like Vettel said, everything we do is going to be painted with that brushstroke of COVID, whether it's travel, back to school, gatherings. I know for me, I'm like itching to do the stuff that we used to do because I miss it, but it'll probably never be the same. Like they're going to allow volunteers back in our school and we took that for granted how much our school was open our elementary just had us we did like a background check and then we were in and out volunteering in the classroom and doing hands-on art and doing garden and those things went away over a really long time and i feel like everybody's ready everybody's ready to be back and be in the class and be painting with kids and gardening with kids and but you also have to take it slow and i i remember thinking i'm not going to volunteer for too much too because i don't want to be spread thin or necessarily exposed to different things and i'm already the pta treasurer which was a blessing that i got kind of roped into that before covid because it kept me connected did the school in a really cool way during COVID when everything was remote and we couldn't volunteer and be in the schools. But because of that connection, I was nominated for the role of diversity and inclusion chair. So you were mentioning how you were doing that for your room, Ceci, yeah. and like bringing diversity, equity, and inclusion to the students by reading bilingual books. So like one effort last year was diversifying our library and having more characters of color and really, really cool thing that we did at the school. And we, we invested dollars in that in the school library. But I'm looking forward to that. I think it's a good, safe way to be involved, show up at these committee meetings, have a voice for my school, bring it back to my school at the district level. What are they doing for diversity and inclusion? We get to come up with a cool multicultural night. Maybe we'll do something somewhat in person. Maybe we'll do it somewhat online. But it's it all has to do with like transitioning back, like a new normal. Like you can still be involved. You can still volunteer. You can still be at your kid's school. But again, patience and grace. So be patient with the school. Like be patient with the people putting it together. These people are volunteers. They're teachers. They're principals that are doing the best they can. And we're not going to get it right going back. You know, we're just not. We're going to do the best we can. Poor Vettel's like, do I know that? Like, freaking school closed. I know, I know. <laughs> no, today I went to pay the, the, the colegiatura, the tuition. There you go. Tuition, because obviously it's not a... Preschool is not universal. We've learned, right? That was a hard learning lesson for me that I didn't know that I could just take my kid and have her learn for free. Some socializing being done for free. But so I went to pay the, 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 the tuition and um, I walk in and I see two little kids. like, And they're like a little bit grown. One's in one, one side of the corner of the office and one's in the other side. And he's like, has a runny ass nose. And, I, and the thing, like, I first thought. He's the I, one that had COVID. <laughs> he's the one that brought COVID. For sure. And I was like, and then the assistant director is like helping that kid. He's like, Miss such and such, I want my tablet. You know, like being this little kid. And I was just like, okay. And then she goes, oh, it's his tablet brought it from home. And I was like, oh, mom, I, it's, you know, no, I wasn't asking. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> that kid can use his tablet. You know, it's fine. So I was just looking at the, the other kid looked like tired. He looked like he had a fever. You know, I was just like, um, so I'm in this office and I'm just like, okay, so I'm paying the director, right? 
I keep turning to this little kid that has a runny ass nose, you know? <laughs> and I just, I'm like, can someone give this kid a freaking tissue and some hand sanitizer? I wanted to blow his nose. I'm like, I, I'm, I have my daughter in her classroom right now, but I can be your mom right now, mijo, and I'm gonna wipe the fuck out of your nose. <laughs> and, Cause he kept going like this, oh, like licking them off. I hate that. So I was like, senora, like assistant director, please just fucking wipe his nose or, or provide him the tissue. And then I turned, and I was like, oh, there was tissue on the other end of the desk. So if I can make my way over there, grab two tissues. And they go, here, mijo. And he looked Latino to me, so I, I speak Spanish usually. And yeah. like, mijo, tenga, por si acaso, si quieres, si limpiese sus moquitos. Donde dije, like, limpiete la nariz. I was like, sí. andale, quites, limpiese sus moquitos. And he got the tissue, and then the, t- the assistant director got the other tissue from me. And she's like, oh, it, his, he's feeling, you know, he has a right nose, so his mom's on his way to pick him up. I'm over here, like, not even judging. I don't yeah, really, nada. whatever it is, you know, if they're on their way to pick him up, great. But this little fool has like mocos dripping all over his face, through his chin. He's licking them off. It's like, come on, man. And then like, where was his mask? I would have put the mask on him. But he I didn't have it on. Okay, so he's like, so he doesn't have it on. It, the director and the assistant director have their masks on, and the little boys that are in there, like, feel, the one that looks like crappy, and the other one that has a mocos running up, you know, haywire over here, like a waterfall. I was just like, por favor, limpia la nariz. So yeah, se las limpio. Like he cleaned it and he like had the tissue in his hand. I was like, lady, kind of like, I wanted to be like, here, mijo, just give me your napkin and I'll toss it. And I wanted to give him a clean one. Y en eso ya me dio el recibo el director. And I was like, you know what? Let them handle it. I was like, he needs to sanitize his hands. And when I saw this message, I was like, it was it was that chiquillo. You know, pinche chiquillo. Pobre niño. But I was just like, ay, because kids are just... They're just little nasty kids. They're little nasty beings. Back to school germs are real. No, I was going to say that por si, like, even, I mean, my girl started school during COVID, so I don't know. But I just remember being, like, knowing that kids always get sick or, like, or or even parents that have kids in preschool are always sick. There was one of um, Luis's colleagues at at school who had her kid in in preschool, and she was always sick, always sick and then yo hasta de broma decía Maya, que no te abrace la I forgot cómo se llama la Rey ma, porque te va a enfermar ma, just, ella está siempre está Rey siempre está enferma más siempre está enferma por el chiquillo que está en preschool you know y Paula Paula se enfermó también Paula era la mocosa pero, pero she se enfermó like I want to say like three times last year también con mocos porque pues ahí todos los chiquillos you know con la moquera my oldest were kind of sickly. Now that I look back on it, like they both had like childhood asthma. They both had different instances where they had to be hospitalized with like a mild case of pneumonia. Again, back to mom guilt. I say that was the oldest. We kept him the longest. I stayed home with him for two years. So I think he was much more sheltered. And so he was more quote unquote sickly. And when he was in the hospital, I feel absolutely terrible. You feel so guilty. You feel like, oh my gosh, I'm doing harm to my kid because he got so sick. But it happened. He recovered. He's fine. He's not had asthma ever since he was little. Sophie, the same thing and the Noah has been a champion true and true so I think another added advantage to Vero having her kids so quickly together and you Sissy having twins their immunity I'm sure their immune system is better because I'm sure that there's germs kind of that come and go and now Vagali will bring in these new germs that expose the little ones and they may get cold but I think ultimately it's good because I know Noah he seems like he never gets sick he never had asthma the little ones had inhalers and nebulizers and the whole nine you know when they were little and I, I really do feel it's because the oldest took a while to go to school he didn't have little siblings he didn't have the exposure so if you're listening to this get ready get ready if your kids are about to go back so we go back in september Ew, right? it was, get ready to yeah. turn it was like when summer told me about the girls um hands feet and mouth disease 
you guys, did you guys ever heard of that? I've heard and of I it. Yeah, heard of I remember it. that. I'm like, oh, what is it? She's like, well, kids just love touching their hands and doing this. So se enferman seguido. So I was like, that is disgusting. So it's always been in my mind since her kids started going to preschool and school. I was like, ew. I'm like, when I have kids, you're going to have to deal with getting sick all the time. Or piojos. You always hear oh, piojos. Oh, yeah. We heard about an outbreak when my kids were little, and I, I felt I could feel them. I felt I could oh, feel them. We didn't get them. We didn't have them. But yeah. I, just hearing about it, te da una comezón. I'm like, sí. oh my God, I think we got them. Diego's like, oh my God, you do that all the time. <laughs> you feel it touch you because you, you read about it. hypochondriac. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what is it you said? I have that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remind me that I'm going to tell you about this hair. Sh- I mean, it's like a detangler, and según it's like, um, is anti piojo, um, I forgot, anti okay. repellent. Uh, según, repellent? I don't know. Piojo repellent, and it has like rosemary. It smells good. But uh, my sister put me onto it, and I always like every morning, que la estoy peinando, I always spray it on them. And it's, I think, I don't know if it's work or the fact que están peinadas, because I remember they always. My mom would, or my grandma would always tell me, like, no vayas greñuda. Cuando vas greñuda con el pelo suelto, se te suben los, los piojos. So, um, anyway, so les peino ya, like, una colita, whatever, pero siempre les pongo su spray. So, um, they sell My them. daughter does not like her hair being out. She does not like colita. She does not braid, like braids. It's been, like, a whole thing for, like, two years. She always has to have a greñero, and Diego and I kind of get a little weirded out by it. We're not trying to give her, like, a complex. I'm always trying to get her, like, clips or bands or... Me saca de quiso, like, all the hair. And then when she wants to go to the pool on the beach like that, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, ¿cómo pueden hablar con ese greñero? It drives me nuts. Tener que peinarla de aquí. I wish feel she has, like, a little rat's nest on the back of her head. It drives me bonkers. But she wanted to try out for cheer. And I was like, girl, you better believe it. We are not going to have this hair. You are not yeah. going to make the team. Mm. hair in your face. <laughs> so, me deja, verdad? La pobrecita's like, oh, you got to do my braid or whatever. But I told her, get used to it. You're going to have but she loves that hair down and she doesn't want to cut it and she looks super cute but it reminded me so much of my mom right now Ooh, my mom like, drive, like i drive her nuts like i usually like no me peino verdad and i just like leave my hair down because it's fine because then I, wearing my chongo too long it gives me a headache so she sees me with my hair down Agarrate ese pelo que no se queda. I'm like, mom, just keep it to yourself. Like, I'm okay. You reminded me so much of my mom right now. My mom was but. the same way when I was a kid. So maybe I'm just like projecting, right? The mm-hmm. way my mom used to make me feel. But I mean, I let her. I let her and Diego let her. And Diego's like, as long as she freaking detangles that mess. You know, la regaña le dice, sit here with this brush until it looks detangled. Because lo quiere tener así when she swims. Es un desmadre. Pero over there, hot as hell, having hot flashes. Quítate la blusa. Yeah. She's hot. Dice que está, está, tiene calor en su before we wrap up i wanted to mention something that i don't know too much about but i was telling vero because this might benefit you next year gavin newsom signed a bill in effect so that preschool is free for four-year-olds and it's supposed to take effect next school year por lo que i've read you know here and there how cool is that my girls wouldn't qualify anymore because they'll be five in january but some preschools started implementing it already because um, universal preschool is it yeah, like universal preschool, universal preschool. Awesome. yeah wow that is so cool yes yeah, ceci you did share that with me so i think that galilea will technically still qualify because she turns four at the end, like in next month right so unless she does transitional kinder but if she does just yeah. tk then she would technically qualify for you know the yeah. universal TK that's at yeah. the school. Yeah, because TK is at the district level. So mm-hmm. she can do TK no problem. So she wouldn't need it, is what you're saying, Vettel, because she's going to be in TK. If that's the case, yeah. Oh, Unless I hold her back, keep her preschool another year. So what TK is, is all the kids that are 
after September 1st, but it would be for December something, they put them in transitional kinder. So they technically start learning everything. And if they, at the end of the year, if they still, if they know everything to make it into first grade, they'll go into first grade without having to do kindergarten. Oh, okay. it's actually really cool. They actually end up being really young first graders, kind of like yeah. middle. My kid did TK, but then we traveled the next year. So it was super cool that Noah got to go to school for a year and then he did kinder while we traveled. So he almost had kinder twice. And I felt he was really going to need that because when we got to first grade, he was going to be missing traditional school for a whole year and it actually really really helped he got all the kind of stuff that you get out of the way with going to school for the first time with understanding rules and schedule and just writing with a freaking pencil like he did a lot of that cool stuff in tk yeah we had no problems traveling with him because he had done traditional school and it's at the district it's there's like two yeah. in our whole district and it's free of course it's like going to kindergarten they're the exact same thing yeah yeah so now we're yeah, we'll younger decide, kids. Yeah, they're just younger. Just so really we're gonna decide if we want her to be a young first grader or do we want to hold her back and oh. keep her in kinder. So then that's gonna. Be I fun. like them doing TK because I think it. I actually think it really helped Noah. He's always been really confident, really strong, really ready. Again, because I think he started sooner and he has older siblings, so it helps. But I really like that he did it. His teacher was amazing. She was so good with him. It was like a swooped up preschool and then like an easier regular school it's a really really does feel like a transition between yeah. both and it was awesome that's cool and speaking of the governor no se los olvide votar september 14th is the last day you're able yes. i guess you gotta send in your ballot a bit before that but to vote in person in california september right. 14th all september right get out the vote you do you boo mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. vote just you vote. exercise your constitutional right to vote yeah aparte mucha gente no sabía about this Thank you, thank you t- for um, tuning in. We enjoy having this these conversations of everything that you know is coming up right now with back to school. If you enjoy this conversation and want to keep the conversation going, or even uh, share how it is for you right now with your own kids or your own back to school September, make sure you send us an email at admin at leveloflatina.com or go into our DMs, Facebook or Instagram. Our handle is at leveloflatina. We're also on Twitter at latina underscore up. So with that, thank you, chicas. Lovely to have this conversation. Lovely, lovely. lovely. Que guapa, lovely, Irene. Lovely. Oh, no, thank you to me, Cachuchita. No, but don't forget to level up. Don't forget to level up. Thank level you. Up. Good luck, Ali. No more crying, Mamacita. She probably gave somebody COVID. She found the germ. She took, <laughs> she took the mojo from somebody, gave the mojo to somebody else. She's like, we got to shut like, this shit down. Oh, my God. And they haven't even told about her gifting her mojo. She's like, I brought this oh COVID from God. Disneyland, little kid. I'm going to give I you this COVID. I special jar. Just for you. But I wouldn't mind if you were a rebel. I wouldn't mind if you shut that school down on purpose. Smart. She is smart. I want to come here no more, Mom. <laughs> 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 okay, chicas, love ya.